Welcome to the Crescent Podcast. I'm Leanne. This podcast is an extension of my personal philosophy and commitment to continual growth in all areas of life. I firmly believe that optimal health comes from addressing all areas of us as human beings, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Through expert interviews, I hope to both inspire and enable you to create sustained change in your own life. Thank you so much for tuning in and enjoy. So for anyone who heard last week's announcement about the new podcast segment coming soon with Diana Mendoza and myself, it's here the first episode. I hope you guys were able to catch, first of all, the interview with Diana on her experience with breast cancer, survivor's guilt, finding emotional wellness in remission. It was such an amazing, inspirational conversation with her. Before I get into today's conversation between myself and Diana, though, I want to talk a little bit about this segment's name that we've decided on. So we're calling it Curiosity and Querencia. And we had to bring in some Spanish because Diana is Ecuadorian and I wanted something that brought in a pieces of both of us. And as I was searching for words that I felt like would really encompass the essence of this segment and what we are trying to accomplish for ourselves and for others, I came across this word querencia. And what it means is a place where one feels secure from which one draws strength. And I could not have found a better word, I don't think. I think that is exactly what these conversations with each other are meant for. These times with each other are meant to be a safe place and also a place where we find strength and inspiration to go do hard things, try that thing that scares us, step up to a new level that we maybe haven't been to before. And so I think... That querencia is is such the essence of this segment on the podcast. And then curiosity is another extension of this in the sense that not only are we creating a safe place and a safe place where we can find encouragement and strength to do hard things, but also a place where we can be curious and inquisitive safely because One, I think sometimes in our relationships, and I experience this so much, and I do this myself, it's hard to be inquisitive and ask questions, play the devil's advocate, and really puzzle through topics with another person. I think a lot of us might find that in our friend groups, in our family groups, it's kind of like you need to just agree with whatever is being talked about or you just need to be silent. There isn't a lot of room for inquisition. And well, why do you think that? And what about this? And so that curiosity component of it is so important because being curious is what helps us grow. You really need those two things. You need a safe place where you can be curious without being brought down, but you also need to be curious because if we get too comfortable and we stop seeking new information, seeking new friendships, new relationships, whatever it is, then I think our growth can also be hampered in that way. And so 
I guess officially welcome to this segment of Curiosity and Carencia with myself and Diana. Like, 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 like. <laughs> so kicking off this new segment with you, Diana, and myself, we were brainstorming ideas of what is one of the first topics we want to talk about. And pretty quickly, we were like, we need to talk about this idea of the wellness junkie and always looking for the next wellness product. So excited to get new things. Maybe a little bit feeling dependent on these products and I remember a few months ago actually we were driving back from San Diego remember we had done that sound bath I don't even know how we got on the topic but this is what we were starting to discuss a little bit about how we've actually put so much of our health it depends so much on these products and so that's what we're going to dive into today a little bit yeah so I'd love to hear for you how is it how has this looked like in your life? And then I'll share what this like wellness junkie dependency <laughs> looks like in my life. Yeah, here's the truth. I am a wellness junkie. Like <laughs> for, I don't know, 20 years, I guess. I mean, I am the girl who is all into wellness. So it's like supplements, self-help books, therapies, other products, all of it. And... I'm here for all of it too, by the way. I'm here. I am. I really am here for it. But what I have learned, I would say probably in the last two to three years, is my dependency on some of this and the masking I'm doing of my feelings. Because this is how it looks. Yeah, say more on that. I like that. So this is how it looks like. (laughs) So I'm tired and maybe not feeling myself. And then I'm like, oh, I must have adrenal fatigue. <laughs> so <laughs> let me go look up another supplement that will help me with adrenal fatigue. Not knowing if I really have adrenal fatigue or not, but this is in my head, right? I'm like, yeah. I just, this, I'm not sleeping well and I'm stressed out. So I will go and look for the next or the best thing for stress or adrenal fatigue or whatever, you know, whatever. When, and then I'll go and buy it. Okay, and I will buy the best of the best supplement available out there. Look at the reviews, all of that, but I'm like, I need to have this. You get it, you're still not feeling better, you're still tired or you're still, whatever. And what I've come to learn is a lot of that is I am not willing to feel what I'm going through. Hmm. And if that's like tired, why are you tired? Well, because I am running multiple businesses or I am, I have tapped out on things to do and I'm not allowing myself to rest. But I am the girl who wants that, that quick fix and, and I go straight to the supplements. That's me. Well, I love that you're saying that because that isn't necessarily even something that crossed my mind. So you're saying... It's the wellness junkie, the all the modalities, all the clean health stuff. It's a little bit of an emotional bypass for you. Oh, 100%. Okay. I mean, 100%. Like 100%. <laughs> okay, like, so, like the self-help books. This girl has read more self-help books than you can possibly imagine in the last 20 years. I, and 
don't get, I learn something in every single one of them. But there does come to a point where like, let it go. You don't need to read another self-help book in order to go and live your best life. Mm -hmm. But I find that if I'm not consistently like reading these books, I am not growing, but it's really, I'm not, I haven't healed some of that past trauma or whatever. I'm not getting in touch with my feelings. So I'll buy another book. Another book. Oh my gosh. I This is so good because first of all, I just want to say we're not bashing all of these products. Oh, we, no. I use so many of them and I do think I still, that they can really up-level your health and your life. But what happens is, and what we're really talking about is maybe the downside of it or the side of these wellness products that becomes limiting where we're spending more money than maybe we should on these products where we're feeling so dependent on them and so inadequate without them that's kind of what we're focusing on yeah I mean I I am still a proponent for a lot of the things that I do and and supplements that I take that are you know they do eventually you know within time they do help but then there's some things that I don't need to to take or buy um I have spent thousands and thousands of dollars on um, wellness products. Some were for sure very helpful and some were just masking that I needed to be seen, heard, or talk through um, what I was really going through. And, you know, I will say that sometimes it's my frustration. Like I would um, go and buy something in the wellness space, but I was just really frustrated. Mm Mm-hmm. So, well, it's like, it becomes a soother and it's a type of, it's a type of shopping as a soother, but it's like a very niche type of shopping. (laughs) Very. But you know what it was making me think about as I was just kind of mulling over this topic for the day is I'm starting to see, at least for myself specifically, that the self-help stuff, all the wellness products for me, oftentimes tend to be a manifestation of a really dysregulated nervous system. Oh, yeah. And what I mean by this is, let's say like I'm stressed and anxious in life, something new is going on. Maybe it's even a good anxiety because something really exciting is happening. My, my The nervous system starts to get dysregulated and it goes into, I really think this like shopping and stuff, I think that's kind of a fight mode, a fight stress response mode where it's just like, oh, yeah. I need to get into action right now. And it, in this particular case, it looks like, oh my gosh, I'm nervous. I'm anxious about this. I'm so stressed. I need to go like get the thing that's going to solve this for me right now. Yep. I need to get the product, yep. get the new supplement, get the book that is going to take all of these issues away. And for me, what would so often happen is there was literally this phrase that I would just say to myself again and again and in my mind. And it's just, if I just had this thing, I could be healthy. (laughs) If I, and you know, a couple years ago, it was like, oh, if I just had a sauna, then I could be healthy. Or if I just had this special, my Soma Vedic product to (laughs) mitigate EMFs in the home, like then... I would be healthy and happy and I could be my best self. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the story of my life. <laughs> I mean, I it, isn't it? That's the truth though. It's what do you think is in the world of wellness, where do you go first? I mean, for me, it's always been supplements. But for you, what is that? I would, if you had asked me this a few years ago, it would have been supplements too. Now it tends to be, 
and I think social media has a big thing to do with this. It tends to be like the new biohacking, biofeedback, yes. super expensive products that yes. are coming out that make yes. me feel like, oh, that's a brand new technology that will really up-level my health. And if I could just have that technology <laughs> in my home, I could be so healthy. But I'll tell you, and I've shared this story with you before, I think it was early 2021 when I just, I had this epiphany and it finally hit me of, I have this product, I have these supplements, I eat well, I exercise daily, but I still wake up feeling like shit. Yes. And it just hit me in the face so hard one day of Leanne, it's not all of those things. It's in your head and not in your head of like, you're crazy, but at some point you've got to decide that you want to feel good, that you deserve to feel good and that it's safe to feel good. Because I do think that for me, feeling poorly was a form of self-sabotage that kept me small and was like kind of my scapegoat for not needing to, you know, I want to do this new project that I'm nervous about and it's scary. Uh, Like, oh, I don't feel good today, so I can't do it. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah. So it really, it really like my health became a big scapegoat for why I couldn't do the things that scared me and that would have like led me to big up levels, really. Wow, that's amazing. I mean, and I think, and I am the opposite where I'm like, I'm not going to let this be a reason. I am not going to let this be a reason. I mean, I, listen, cancer, you are not coming back. And so I am going to take the high dose melatonin, the high dose vitamin C, um, the high dose everything, all the adaptogens that you could possibly imagine, the mushrooms, the whole, and I'm going to self heal myself, Mm -hmm. by the way. I'm going to self, I'm going to read this book and it is going to solve all my hurt from the past Mm -hmm. and every time a new book would come out or every new step like the same thing new technology on supplements I'm like oh I'm in for that I'm in for that well and again I think these things can be so helpful but what I've started to notice with myself is when there's this sort of like crazed urgency behind the purchase whether it's a supplement a product a book that's when I know it's because of nervous system dysregulation and fear, yep. anxiety, lack, all those things. All of it. Whereas when I'm in a place of calm and regulation and self-worth and confidence, I know in my mind, it's like, oh, I do want to read that book, but I don't feel this almost like compulsion that no, no, I need to get it right now and yes. read through the whole thing by the end of the week. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm with you on that. A lot of it is fear and anxiety of not solving that one issue immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, can I tell the story about my whole... Oh my gosh, I would love it. Okay, that whole thing. Okay. <laughs> so you guys, I went into cardiac failure a couple months ago, whatever, how many, yeah, a couple months ago. And I've been retaining fluid. So of course, immediately I'm like, I need to get to the root cause of this and I need to figure out what exactly... I need to do in order to make sure that I am not retaining fluid. So I go on the Google rabbit hole and it's like, oh, going into a sauna, you know, all of this stuff. And so I call Leanne and I am like, <laughs> so Leanne, um, you know, I'm, I told the whole thing. I want to do so sauna. Tell me about your sauna at home. And, but my gym, my, there's a new gym 
you know, opening up across the street from my house, but they're not going to be open till December. So I need like immediate help. What do you think about Perspire sauna memberships? That whole things? thing. And Leanne, who of course knows me and I've done enough Evox sessions that she knows some of my, you know, triggers and all. She's like, okay. You know, she asked me the questions like, why do you think you need to go to like Perspire when you actually already have everything at home. And I'm like, what? And she proceeds to tell me, he's like, remember that higher dose infrared sauna, infrared sauna mat that you bought, blanket that you bought a few months? You know, that is just as good. And you can also walk. And Because it was about, I think it was about that inflammation, that fluid retention, the lymphatic, the lymphatic system, yeah. all of that. That I, but again, here I am. I'm like, I need immediate, immediate help. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to go and buy the next thing or, or take that class or whatever it was. But what really what I was trying to amass was that I'm fucking scared mm-hmm. and I'm having to weigh myself every single day. And it's like anything that, you know, is, Oh, I'm, is today the day that I'm actually retaining too much fluid? But going through that process with you and like you have everything that you need. And I have to say that I haven't even done it. <laughs> <laughs> and look, you're still here, like healthy, oh, doing yeah. and great. I, I think a lot of it was yeah. I was just masking that I was scared that this is happening in my life and I didn't understand why my body is retaining fluid. I still don't understand, but it's okay. We'll get to that point. We'll get mm-hmm. we'll get there eventually. And I didn't need to go buy the next thing when I had everything I needed at home. But more importantly was I needed to calm down the nervous system, the anxiety and the fear of what would it be like again if I continue to retain fluid. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it just goes to where... A lot of it is, and I'm not saying, by the way, the higher dose blanket is amazing, but it needs to be used not within fear and anxiety. Mm-hmm. It needs to be used because it is going to help you, in, but in your calm state. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I just, I think it comes back to, I'm really seeing this pattern of the nervous system dysregulation and the health products as a soother to our system especially when we're in a state of fear or a state of I'm not doing enough, I need to be healthier, look at that person over there, we get that anxiety or that fear spurs up. We get into nervous system dysregulation and to make ourselves feel better, we want to put something into action right away. Even if what whatever it is we're putting into action, whether it's buying something new, signing up for a new membership, buying a new online course... <laughs> which we're both guilty of so guilty oh gosh and it does as soon as you buy that supplement and you know it's coming to you you feel better you're like oh i i just got the thing that's gonna help me or i just got another thing that's gonna help me and also too and when some of these things do work they take time Mm -hmm. they take time i mean you know the other thing too is like when we're going out and buying organic food i mean sometimes it's like it's all okay if it's not organic. It's going to be okay. Well, and this is just this bigger idea of we don't need to live in fear, period. Oh, and I do I think, think that-, that there are pages on social media and messaging that we're receiving that 
oh my God, you can never eat non-organic. There's a lot of messaging out there that perpetuates so much fear mm-hmm, that fear-mongering. we can never, we can never be exposed to these things. And I'm like, I'm not here for that. We just need to throw that out. No, right I'm, I'm not, I'm not here for the fear mongering. And I think you and I both been in this space for so long and in our own personal journeys that I am really finding out what really works for me and what doesn't. And I will not try to tap into, I will not buy into that fear anymore because, and by the way, some things that work for me may not work for someone else. I mean, I have cleaned out my whole supplement thing. I've been really, really good this year. (laughs) Really good. And I I just, I, again, I would, I'm like, what am I trying to mask? Why am I so nervous about this? And why do I want to fix this today? Mm Mm-hmm. Because ultimately, I mean, it's going to make you feel better. It's going to make you feel safer, you know? Yeah. That That's why I think we want, we're scared and we oh, want yeah. an instant sense of safety and calm. And I think we've just sort of somehow latched onto these different things as getting that external sense of safety. With that, what we just said, okay, so the other part too is because conventional medicine is not where it needs to be. And no doctor talks to you about how you really feel. Mm-hmm. You feel like you need to go home so that you can have a little bit of control. Okay. So for me, it's control that, okay, he told me this, but now I'm going to go home and do my own research and I'm going to control the situation. So I'm going to go and find the best of the best wellness product because I physically need to feel good. But because no one else is talking, no conventional doctor is talking about feelings. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, you know, he would, he or she would tell you, okay, go home, take these pills and you're, and, and yes, you feel better, but then you're scared. No one's, no one asks you, by the way, I'm going to tell you this. I don't think I am wrong in this. Maybe I am, but there hasn't been one person in the world of cancer that I have been around, doctors, nurses that have just asked the question, are you feeling scared? Mm-hmm. And so you kind of just bottle it all up, right? No one talks. And then you go and you find the supplement or the book to, to help with that feeling. Yeah. And you buy it or drink it or whatever it is, eat it, whatever it is that you, you know, or buy the course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go through the course. And, and it's not to say that these things can't, like you said earlier with the books, it's not to say that they can't really support us emotionally and physically. 100%. But... If we are using these products to treat the symptom of anxiety, then the root cause of that, which is the fear, the emotions, the unresolved trauma, that root cause is still going to continue to fester beneath the surface. 100%. I feel like I make better wellness decisions when I'm calm. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that weird? Totally. even, Even like eating decisions, like... I, if I am stressed out, I mean, and it's known, right? When you, the stress eating stuff, you're going to make really shitty decisions. And then you're going to go look for that thing that is going to try to mask whatever your stress is. But then if you can, can, if you can get to that root problem of stress and try to eliminate that, then you end up making wellness decisions based on being calm versus fear. Mm -hmm. Totally. It's, in my mind, I call it my safe self or my wounded self. I can't remember, mm. but I call it something like that. And that's a question I've started asking oh, myself. Like, good. is this my safe self making the decision? Or is this like my wounded, fearful, 
anxious self making oh, that this is decision. so good and that's actually really good to ask yourself with multiple things that you are going to make a decision on in life i really like that and for me what it means like that safe self my safe self makes decisions from a sense of peace of confidence of self-worth of safety and when i'm in that place there's a lot of things i'll say no to and there's a lot of things i'll say yes to and there's a lot of things i won't think i need because i feel safe and calm and secure and confident and worthy that's good but when i'm acting from that wounded self you're gonna maybe or you're not confident your self-worth is low you're super fearful in that place i probably say yes to things i shouldn't i buy things (laughs) i shouldn't and again it's not to say that when i'm in that place i don't deserve to give myself a little bit of extra support but i think it just it ends up becoming a crutch it ends up becoming something that at least for me i started to feel really trapped in oh yeah and very driven by this compulsion to keep buying wellness products oh, yeah. that now is creating its own sense of anxiety for me well i i mean i've shared with you before is that for me it started to create that financial debt and then became shame yeah totally same for me i mean a hundred percent a hundred percent and gosh we could do a whole podcast on money and we probably will and we will (laughs) and we will so one of the other things well first what i want to ask you is do you think that you've seen or received any messaging externally that has contributed to this belief that i need more products or if i just have these products i can be healthy well i think that's the that is the marketing of every wellness product out there. Like I really believe that that is truly, that's their goal because they are here to hit your pain point. Now, that's not to say that some of those products, brands, whatever, will hit the right pain point for me and will work. Mm-hmm. Um, But that, I think you see all over social media because again, I think we're all trying to mask hurt and pain and trauma um, on a daily basis. Yeah. It, you know, so I do, I, I feel like that is, that's their goal. Mm-hmm. That's the goal of, and again, I, and I, and we can even go through some of the things that we love and what would really works for us. I guess now that I've been in this for so long and, and I've had a compulsive, I, I have compulsive buying on this stuff because I'll get like an email. And I think especially when you have been through cancer, and again, no one talks about this in the world of conventional medicine. When you're in remission and you're in that space of like, oh, so what do I do next to make sure it doesn't come back? You go down that and you're like, I will take everything mm-hmm. as long as it doesn't come back. So then you get, and then you buy into that. Mm-hmm. You buy into the, the, the fear mongering. You do, you just buy into it. And then yeah. you realize that some do work and then some are just, they just don't. Yeah. Or then you're not dealing with the real the real thing. Yeah, but I, and I think I think it's there's multiple influences for me. A lot of it has certainly been messaging from companies, social media is huge. Um, but then I do also think and this is something I'm excited to hear your input on. I think at least for me there has been an element of low self-worth. And what I mean by this is I think I've had a subconscious belief that I have to earn good health. Oh, 
it can't just, if I'm just healthy and happy without putting too much effort in, no, 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 like that doesn't work out. You've got to earn it. You've got to work so hard and kill yourself in the gym and buy all the expensive products and then you'll deserve to be healthy. And I just, I think I'm ready to be free from that. Yeah, that hurts my heart a little bit because I, I don't know if I feel that exact way. Um, I don't feel like I, I need to earn my good health. At this point, I'm like, I deserve to be well. I deserve to be healthy. And yeah, I mean, that that hurts my heart a little bit, Leanne, because I, I would never have thought that you would have felt that way about yourself. Well, I think it was very subconscious as yeah. we talk about so often, but looking back, like now I don't think I'm so much in that place, but yeah. looking back at my patterning over the last few years, I do think that was maybe a subtle undercurrent that was contributing to my limiting beliefs and then the patterns that I was engaging in related to my health of, well, I didn't do this, I didn't do that. And I think, again, this maybe comes back a little bit to social media, seeing people who are putting up on their stories and pages like all the hard work they're doing to be healthy. And by the way, that is, that's totally fine. They yeah. can continue to do that. It's on me yeah. to evaluate how is this information I'm consuming affecting me and being able to go, I think it's affecting me in this way. Therefore, what do I need to do about it? Do I need to unfollow some pages? Do yeah. I need to limit the amount of time I'm looking at certain pages? But I also think, and this is something that I wanted to point out, I do think that there is a lot of messaging we receive throughout our lifetime from a variety of different places that life needs to be a hard. Life needs to be a grind all the time. And if you're not working hard and feeling awful, you're not working hard enough. Oh, yeah. And I think that spills over into the wellness world as well. A hundred percent. Because that's where I'm like, I'm like, if I am not going going back okay so my adrenal fatigue thing you know it's like no you're just fucking tired period end of story yeah you just haven't like you're you slept in two days or whatever yeah exactly you haven't slept in two days and you need to be in bed or you need to be on the couch and you cannot feel bad about this mm-hmm. so I, I mean that is my biggest issue in life is not being able to rest And be okay with not doing anything. And when I mean that, if I'm on vacation, oh, I master the art of doing nothing. (laughs) Especially if you put me in front of me. A lady of leisure? Oh, yes. Because, yes, I'm a lady of leisure, (laughs) you guys. And I am living this life. Um, So, because I left my corporate job and I am now a lady of leisure. But, But I'm having a hard time with being a lady of leisure. Well, and isn't it interesting that for whatever reason, subconsciously, consciously, you're okay resting if it involves some like expensive treatment or modality, but it's not okay to just sit on the couch and be still and watch a movie yes. all day. Yes. So that is, such a, that is such a good point because I cannot be in Hawaii every single day and I cannot be in a hotel every single day where you're getting pampered and someone's coming to clean the room and do the bed and all those things. And how is it that I can master the art of doing nothing on vacation, but I can't master that at home and feel 
good about myself, not having anxiety, not having fear. And if for me, it's not the fear of missing out on things. It's the anxiety that I'm not grinding, that I'm not yeah. doing this other thing. I mean, it is so hard for me to sit there unless my, this is where it goes. My body has to be breaking down, okay, like in pain or my heart, you know, is palpitating too fast and I need to, or my blood pressure got too low and I need to lay down or I haven't ate. That's what it takes. But see, this is why I think it might come back to this deservingness Oh, where when we buy a really expensive product, it's like, well, I spent all this money. Of course I deserve to enjoy it. But for some reason, we can't just go, I'm feeling tired. I'm feeling like I want to spend an hour on the couch today. That's not enough. Like it feels like for some reason in our minds, there needs to be an exchange, whether it's a financial exchange or an energetic exchange, like well, I didn't work that hard this week, so I don't deserve to oh sit on the couch. Oh my God, yes. Oh my God, that's so funny you say that because I was like, in a, yeah, I, I did not get that sale this week because Diana was sat on the couch way too long resting. And you, you actually made me think about like all the self-help books, which I, again, I love and I do. But that is so true because at some point, I found myself reading some of these books, continuing to try to get the same answer. Totally. Okay. I deserve to be healthy. I deserve to feel better. I deserve to change my life. I deserve, it all goes back to the same thing. My self-worth. Every single time I read a book, it was like, I'm literally trying to answer that one question or, you know, or that feeling for 15 years. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I agree. I feel like I want to start saying that to myself a little bit more regularly or maybe even in my journal in the morning time, like writing that affirmation out. Like I deserve to be healthy, even if nothing changes, even if I'm not buying all the fancy products, even if I'm not running 10 miles a day, I deserve to be healthy because I exist and I'm on this planet. Like that's it. That's it. And you know what I have been like changing some of the words is for me recently is I am committed to feel good because I feel like if I can, because my brain works on like, if I'm going to grind out and I was like, cause that's just who I am. I want to, you know, grind it, everything out all the time and be like a busy body all the time. I'm committed to resting. Mm-hmm. I'm committed to sitting on the couch with Andy and watch our show. Mm-hmm. And I almost feel like it tricks my brain, like almost like a goal. Ooh, she committed to this. <laughs> and now, and there's a check mark. And there's a check mark next to that commitment. So, because that's just, you know, how I am. But we have to make a commitment. Number one, committing to just your knowing that you deserve to have great well being and good health without the external mm-hmm. stuff. Mm hmm. Yeah, because there is so much we can do for our health today. I really do believe we can have a pretty good state of health just optimizing the basic things of life. Are we moving our body? Are we getting sunshine? Are we nourishing our body with good food? Yeah, and then Lan, also too, have you received love and have you given love today? Mm. And well, what I want to say here, because as we were talking, I was thinking there are people on the other end of the spectrum 
that aren't taking care of themselves at all. And I do think doing these small acts can be a great way to give ourselves what we didn't receive as children, maybe. Yes. We weren't cared for. We weren't loved. And I do believe going out for a walk, having good health habits is a wonderful way to show the love we have for ourselves and to care for ourselves. But it also doesn't need to be the far, far extreme, which is we're buying ourselves every single thing on the planet. A hundred percent. So there's like this good kind of in between of self-worth of, first of all, I deserve to be healthy. I deserve to eat good food. I deserve to get sunshine and move my body if someone is truly in a poor place of health. But also like, I don't need to earn that by doing all of these crazy, fancy, expensive, whatever things. Oh yeah, yeah. I think we gotta gotta stop this this exchange, you're right, of earning it. No, we don't need to earn our well-being. No, we need to be done with that. Mm-hmm. We it, we deserve to feel good. Mm-hmm. And when we can't afford certain things and we know that they're going to do well for us, um then yes. And also too like reading a book now for reading books now for me, my self-help books are no longer the constant need to to like feel worthy. Now a lot of times I read it for the actual knowledge of it. And the education of it. Well, yes. And I know we were talking about this one time too of when I buy things from that place of not feeling safe. Like, for example, I'll buy myself. For me, a lot of it is food, as you know. (laughs) (laughs) So like when I'm in that like wounded, scared place, anxious place, I'll go buy myself like a really nice, yummy smoothie. But when I'm doing it as like just a soother, I don't even enjoy it that much. Oh, yeah. And it's honestly the same thing with supplements, the same thing with health products, the same thing yep. with health books. Yep. When I'm reading it from that place of anx- anxiousness and hypervigilance and nervous system dysregulation, like I'm not, it's not even soothing me that much. I'm not even absorbing it. It's just like a form of getting the anxiety out versus what you're saying. When I'm reading that book because I'm so centered and it's that safe self who's acting from that place. I enjoy it so much more. I absorb so much more. And it really does help restore me. Uh, completely. And you know, I wanted to give a little example about something. So my dad makes these ginger orange juice bottles and and like, you know, Manuka honey and all of this stuff. And he does it from a place of love. So he makes it obviously because it's, you know, ginger shots and all of this is good for you. And he'll make me, a, he'll make me bottles. And for me, I don't drink this because for the health benefits, I drink it because my dad is showing me love that way. Mm-hmm. And that feeling, I feel like I swear every time I drink these shots, I feel a hundred percent better. <laughs> But when you think about it, Diana, it's just a ginger shot and whatever. But it's what my dad made me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my dad is Ecuadorian and he came, you know, he has his own stuff and he shows love in different ways. And in the last few years, that has been a way that he shows 
love and vice versa because I'll make Ecuadorian food that my mom will not make anymore because it's too labor intensive and then I'll come over with this meal or, or whatever it is like and my dad like he, he lights up and that's the way we kind of exchange love sometimes and so it goes back to what I said earlier sometimes it's it's that feeling so it's not it's whether it's working or not working I whatever but that my dad made it for me and well, it feels so good. And what that is a form of nourishment. Yes, the ginger shot, there's true like vitamins and minerals in there, but it's an emotional nourishment you're getting from it too. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And like when I make it in the morning, I'll like he'll he'll bring me, don't forget to bring your bottle this week and I have your ginger juice ready for you. Listen, that's his way of saying, we may not talk every day, but I love you and I want you to feel good and be healthy. Mm-hmm. So um, I wanted to um, ask you, is there something that is working for you in the wellness space right now? Okay, I love that you asked that. So what I want to start with, I do have a couple of products in mind, but what I want to start with is I kind of developed this system that I would start using with myself because I would wake up, maybe I'm feeling groggy or not so good or achy all over. And in the past, I would go, well, I guess it's going to be a bad day because I don't feel good. (laughs) And I'm going to just be like, you know, you know, slugging through the day like a little snail just (laughs) creeping along. What I started doing is if I woke up in the morning and I wasn't feeling good, I would do all those simple, basic things. Okay, I'm feeling achy this or that I'm gonna go on a walk I'm gonna move my body I'm gonna hydrate myself I'm gonna put some good food in my system so I've got some good fuel and then I'm gonna do some kind of emotional work for me oftentimes it's like an EFT a tapping meditation and I am gonna choose to make today a great day and I'm telling you after I would go through that little process It's like that weird, horrible haze and the feeling and the achiness and the lethargy, it would clear out. Yeah. When I chose to, first of all, do the things that might support these, if this is really a physiological ailment, and then also just mentally choose, like, I can still have a great day today. Yeah. Even if I don't feel 100%. And I'm telling you, that is one of the biggest health tools I ever had. And guess what? That was free. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> listen, I always say we, we have choices on a daily basis and we can choose to see things differently. I always say this to myself, I'm ready and willing to choose and see things differently mm-hmm. because you're so right. Like you could wake up in the morning and feel like for me, it's journaling and for me, it's praying and then being in gratitude. And that sometimes, that alone will turn my day around in minutes because then I can reflect. I've been through so many hard things in my life and I'm just, I just woke up. I just woke up tired. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I was on Google last night way too long <laughs> researching, I don't know what, maybe another wellness product. I don't know. <laughs> and you're so right. It's like, and that is free. Mm-hmm. Taking a little walk is, you know, I did last night, Alexandra, my daughter, let's go for a walk, mom. And she wasn't feeling well. And she's like, but we need to move. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to move. And we, oh my gosh, we went around the block a couple times because I'm like, oh, I feel really good. 
and it it automatically it's that movement but a lot of those things are we have to make that choice Mm -hmm. choice is a big deal yeah and it's super empowering and especially i just want to throw this in there especially for people who have past trauma that's unresolved a lack of choice is often such a big part of trauma oh that's another big good episode and so giving ourselves choice and being able to act on that choice can do so much of healing some of those deeper wounds of making that inner child feel safe and empowered and autonomous. So I just had to throw that in there. So good. But so now in the morning, the question, if I don't feel great, the question I ask myself in my journal every day is what is my body telling me it needs today? And what is my spirit? telling me it needs today. And this is where I just kind of get to take some inventory and do some acknowledgement. So I'll write down, like, I'm feeling inflamed. I'm feeling groggy. And based on how I'm feeling physically, I'll intentionally write down like some specific things that can help those issues. So if I'm feeling like inflamed and puffy, I might do some lymphatic support stuff. But then that emotional attunement, okay, I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm feeling exhausted. What can I do to support myself from that emotional, spiritual perspective? And then I try to be really intentional about doing those things, especially in the morning if I can, because it sets up your day. And like I said, nine times out of 10, it turns my whole day around if I'm feeling really, really awful. Because oftentimes I manifest physical ailments as an emotional the emotion, the root is emotional yeah. stuff. Yeah. But with all of that said, I have a couple wonderful, amazing. Wait, I want to go back products. to what you oh, just sure, sure, sure. said something because I, just as you're talking, I'm like, how amazing and beautiful it is that you are so tuned to your body. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing that I want to say to people is really get to know your body, get to know the everything down to the wrinkles the the cellulite all of it because you cannot do certain things and make certain choices unless you could literally be so well tuned to your body Mm -hmm. like just that I mean I could I could see you making those decisions based on how your body feels and asking yourself the question like where where what do I, how do I feel and where do I want to be today? For me, the answer would be like, oh, I wish I was on the beach right now doing nothing. Um, that yeah. would be my daily answer to myself. <laughs> um, but that is, that's like, I guess that's, that's a really good step for someone who get to know your body, mm-hmm. get to know those aches and pains, you know, because sometimes they're different as, as we get older. Wow. Some of those aches and pains that come in, you're like, where the hell did those come from? So I just wanted to say that how amazing it is, Leanne, that you know your body so well. So I had to learn how to tune in because I was not tuned in for many, 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 many years. Yeah. But what I have found just for myself time and time again, because as I started tracking this stuff, I started to notice a really clear pattern, which is when I was not in a good place mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, I would feel so many more ailments than when I'm in a good place. And so, and again, that, I don't think that's unique to me, but I do think that maybe me more than most people, when I, when my head and my emotions are off, it manifests physically for me quickly. Yeah. Quickly. Yeah. 
Yeah, I so. mean, I remember I was going through like some time period this year of like I would get this like rash only in my chest. And I mean, it's gone now because my stress is gone. Mm-hmm. Or not gone fully, but you know, my biggest stressor is gone. And it's so interesting how the frustration, anger, um, sadness, all of it can manifest physically. I mean, we know this, right? You can literally manifest a disease in your life if you are emotionally um, traumatized. Okay, so I interrupted you, but I just wanted to let you know that I just think it's so amazing. And so that's one thing that if you have not yet learned how to tune into your body, and it does take time, it takes sometimes going into therapy to really get to know your soul and your body. But once you get there, then the choices Mm -hmm. that you make on a daily basis become a little bit easier. Oh, well, this was so much fun. So fun. I love this. So much came out. I learned something new about you. Oh. Which is always fun. (laughs) Like when you learn something new. I know. Yeah. Got to hang out with my friend for an hour. That was so fun. All right. (laughs) See you next time. Thanks, guys, for listening. Hope you love this. We would love your feedback. Really, really, really. We'd love to hear what resonated, what didn't, what else you might be interested in hearing about. Yeah, what do you guys want us to talk about? With your comments. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time. Bye. Bye.